to the land before bedtime. A production by SPH Radio, the littlest podcast for our littlest listeners. In each episode, we bring you a short story, fable, or fairy tale filled with magic, wonder, and imagination. Tonight's story is read by Charmaine Poir. So tuck yourself in, close your eyes, and let's set off for the land before bedtime. The Two Jugglers Once upon a time, in the land before bedtime, a father and son strolled into the busy public square of a well-known Chinese city. The father, a wrinkled man of perhaps fifty, wore a scant grey beard, while his son balanced a wooden box on his shoulder. A passerby noticed them and asked who they were. Oh, we are jugglers from a distant province, said the father, smiling and pointing towards the box that his son carried. We can do many tricks for the amusement of the people. Soon the news spread among the crowd that two famous jugglers had just arrived from the capital and that they were able to perform many wonderful deeds. Now it just so happened that the Mandarin, or the mayor of the city, at that very moment was entertaining a number of guests. They had just finished eating, and the host was wondering what he should do to amuse his friends, when a servant told him of the jugglers. Ask him what they can do, said the Mandarin. I will pay them well if they can really amuse us, but they must show us something new, something more than the old tricks of knife-throwing and balancing. The servant went outside and relayed his master's message to the jugglers, to which the father replied, Tell your honourable master that he will not be disappointed. Tell him that we come from the unknown land of dreams and visions, that we can turn rocks into mountains, rivers into oceans, and mice into elephants. The Mandarin was delighted to hear this and ordered the jugglers to perform at once for his guests at the grand stand along the public square. The two jugglers started their show with some simpler tricks, spinning plates in the air, tossing balls up and catching them on chopsticks, making flowers grow from empty pots and transforming one object into another. At last, however, the Mandarin cried out, These tricks are very good of their kind, but... How about those idle boasts of changing rivers into oceans and mice into elephants? Did you not say that you came from the land of dreams? Have you nothing new to entertain my guests? Oh yes, most certainly, your excellency, replied the elder juggler. Rest assured... Anything that you demand, I can do for you. Just say the word. The Mandarin laughed at this claim 
and said, Our feast was short of fruit, since this is winter. I want you to give us a ripe peach. What? A peach? exclaimed the elder juggler in mock dismay. Surely at this season you do not expect a peach. But father, you promised to do anything he required, urged the son. If he asks of a peach, how can you refuse and at the same time save your face? Very well, mumbled the father, as he opened the wooden box that his son had carried. If it's a peach you want, a peach you shall have. After fumbling in the box for some moments, he drew out a spool, a finely spun golden thread. No sooner had he unwound a portion of this thread than a sudden gust of wind carried one end of it up into the air above the heads of the onlookers. Faster and faster, to the amazement of the people, the old man rolled out the large spool of thread, and higher and higher did the free end of the thread rise into the skies, way beyond the clouds. Everything is ready for the journey, said the father calmly. My son here will climb up Pluck the fruit and bring us the magic peach. The young man, at a sign from his father, sprang up gracefully upon the magic string and, like a tightrope walker, ran nimbly up towards the sky. Higher and higher he climbed till he became a tiny speck far, far away. The people gazed in open-mouthed wonder, waiting nervously for the young man's return. After some long moments of waiting, the old juggler looked up into the distance and said, It is coming. The peach will soon be here. He held out his hand as if to catch some falling object and... Swish! Thud! It came like a streak of light. Lo and behold, there in the father's fingers was the most beautiful peach the people had ever seen, large and rosy. Trembling with excitement, the mandarin took the peach, cut it open and had a taste, sharing it with his esteemed guests. Upon tasting the juicy peach, they smacked their lips and wished for more, secretly thinking that never again would ordinary fruit ever taste as good. While the mandarin and his guests feasted on the peach, the old juggler looked anxiously into the sky. Oh, my son! My son! cried the old man in despair. He must have been caught in the act of plucking the magic peach from the garden of the gods 
and they must have thrown him into prison. Oh dear, who will care for me when I get old? The Mandarin and his friends were deeply touched by the old man's grief and tried in vain to comfort him. By this time, many of the spectators were weeping at the sight of the father's affliction. Come, said the Mandarin, let us present the old man with sufficient money to care for himself in his old age. All who were present agreed willingly, for there's no sight in China that causes greater pity than that of an aged parent robbed by the death of an only son. The money fell in a shower at the old juggler's feet. He gathered it up, tied it in a large black cloth, and opened the wooden box, as though he was going to place the money inside. Just then, the old man said, Come, my son, the crowd is waiting for you to thank them. They have been very kind to us. To everyone's astonishment, the young man climbed out of the wooden box, stepped forth and bowed. For a moment, all was silent. Then, as the wonder of the whole thing dawned upon them, the people broke forth into an uproar of shouts, laughter and compliments, saying that these men were fairies who came to bless the city with good fortune. Just as suddenly the magic box opened again, the two jugglers hopped in and the wooden chest rose from the ground and shot high up above the clouds, vanishing from sight. Not a single thing remained as proof of the strange visitors, except the seed of that one magic peach in the land before bedtime. The End Tonight's episode was read by Charmaine Poir and produced by Tim O. For more stories just like this, catch us next time in The Land Before Bedtime. The Land Before Bedtime is a production of SPH Radio. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Home.